You're listening to teaching from Castle Hills Christian Church in San Antonio, Texas. More information about Castle Hills Christian Church is available at chccsa.com. When I was in fourth grade, I woke up and I told my mom, my sister, something's wrong with her. She's been in a terrible accident. There's something going on. Now, my sister was at a campsite. She was camping with my extended family. They were having a family reunion. A lot of them were there uh, with tents and campers. They were fishing and boating and swimming and having a grand time. And, And me and my parents were going to go up after my dad got off work. But I woke up with a heavy burden and and I just started praying for my sister. I just knew something was wrong with her. Now, this was the days before cell phones. And my grandpa ends up showing up about an hour and a half later. He says, your sister's been in a really bad bicycle accident. She was going down this hill. She went to avoid a car and she ended up hitting one of those big metal trash cans at the campsite that are chained down head on. She's bruised up. Uh, She's throwing up. Looking back, we know that she probably had a concussion. Uh, back, but uh, back then, they didn't take that as serious. I don't, I, I don't know why they didn't take her to the doctor. I'm not sure why my grandpa didn't take her to the house if she was feeling so bad. Uh, but regardless, uh, she was in a really bad accident. She eventually got better. Uh, but I decided I'm going back with my grandpa because I wanted to take care of my sister. And to this very day, I can't explain how God just put that on my heart. Have you ever had those situations where God just kind of speaks into your life and you just can't explain it? Well, we see one of those situations here in Daniel chapter 5. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn there. We are finishing up a series called Scary Stories. And in Daniel chapter 5, we're going to see that God communicates with the king by writing on a wall with a hand without a body. And I can tell you right now, I would be pretty scared if that took place. If all of a sudden you saw a hand behind me without a body writing things there, I would turn pale. I would probably be running off screen because that is just bizarre. It would definitely frighten me, and I think it would frighten you. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead, turn to Daniel chapter 5. It starts off this way. Many years later, King Belshazzar gave a great feast for a thousand of his nobles, and he drank wine with them. While Belshazzar was drinking the wine, he gave orders to bring in gold, silver cups from his predecessor, Nebuchadnezzar, and, and these, these had been taken from the temple in Jerusalem. He wanted to drink with them with his nobles and his wives and his concubines, and, he, and so they brought these gold cups taken from the temple. Notice the stress is these gold cups had been taken from the temple, the house of God in Jerusalem, and the kings and the nobles and his wives and his concubines drank from them, And while they drank, they praised their idols of gold, silver, bronze, iron, wood, and stone. 
So they're having this grand party. They have wine, and there's probably dancing going on, and they, they're feasting. And, and, and this king, he feels like he's probably as good as God or better than God. And so, hey, there's no big deal. I can take these cups from the temple. I mean, what kind of God is that? And so they're drinking and having a grand time. And it says, suddenly he saw the fingers of a human hand writing on the plaster of a wall of the king's palace near the lampstand. And the king himself saw, his hand, saw this hand as it, as it wrote, and his face turned pale with fright. His knees knocked together in fear, and his legs gave away beneath him. I, again, frightened, scared. I mean, think about one of the times that you've been scared most in your life. Well, this king, this powerful king, uh, with all of, all of his might, he sees this, and man, he is frightened, he falls down, I mean, he's pale, it's something really bizarre going on here. And he calls all of his wise men together, and he says, I want you to interpret, what are these words on this wall, what, what does it mean? They can't interpret it, so he, they end up remembering there's a guy named Daniel who has a special ability to interpret dreams, visions, riddles, all of these things, and Daniel comes he says, this ability has been given to me by God. I don't need the things that you're promising, a gold chain and a purple robe, and to be third highest in the kingdom. I don't need all of those things. This ability comes from God. And he begins to interpret the words uh, on the wall. And he says, you have not honored God. You've made a mockery of God. And you uh, basically have, have made fun of God. You were worshiping your idols. You're doing all of these things. And he says, your, your days are numbered. And this is... This is judgment that's up here uh, on this wall. And your king's going to be divided. And, and basically, your reign is uh, coming to an end. And that very night, the king died. That very night, the king died. And as I looked at this passage, there's a lot of different aspects we could talk about. We could talk about the king's pride. We could talk about God's justice and his judgment. We could talk about Daniel's humbleness and, and giving credit to God and, and how God had given Daniel special ability. But I want to talk about how God communicates with us. And many times you hear people say, well, God spoke to me or God told me this. But what does that mean? What does it mean to hear the voice of God? John 10, 27, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. We know that God conversed with Adam in the garden. We know that, that he told Noah to build an ark. We know that he spoke to, to Moses through a burning bush. We know that, that Paul uh, heard a voice on his way to Damascus. But does God still speak to us today? And if so, how, when, where? Often when people ask this question, they're talking about, does God speak to us in an audible voice? And God can do that. He can do anything he wants. He's God. Then why can't I hear God speak audibly, someone might ask. Why can't I hear God speak audibly? And I can't answer these questions because the Bible doesn't make it clear. Uh, God, God can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And, and the way that God works, I just don't always understand and I don't always know. But I do think hearing from God may mean th different things to different people. God treats us each as unique children. None of us are cookie-cutter Christians, and, and he might speak in one way to one person and a different way to another person. One thing that we need to be aware of is that we have the Holy Spirit leading in our life, and he's constantly wanting to communicate with us. 
And so when we say we hear God's voice, I believe often it means that we're, that we're sensing God's direction in an area of our life. One of my friends says, rarely does God speak with an audible sound, but that God's spirit speaks to our spirit and it makes an impression on us. Let me say that again. God's spirit speaks to our spirit and it makes an impression on us and that becomes so loud in our minds that we know that it's, a, it's from God. So how does God speak? I think he speaks in many, many different ways. Kind of put on your seatbelt because I'm going to go through some of these pretty quickly. I think one of the major ways that he speaks is through his word. Psalm 119, 105 says, Your word is a lamp, in my, or lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And so often when we're reading through scripture, God, we can hear God speaking through his word. Another way is through prayer. James 1.5 says, if any of you like wisdom, you should ask who gives generously without fault and it will be given to you. So when we pray, often God leads us. We get this sense of leading in our life. He speaks through creation. That's one of the most powerful ways that that I hear God speak. Romans 1:20 says, "For since the creation of the world, since since for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, divine nature have been clearly seen and been being understood from what has been made so that no man is without excuse." And so often when I'm uh, out sitting and I see birds or I see a rainbow or I see the sun or the clouds, I, I just feel like this sense of just praising God. I just feel this sense of communication with God. I feel this oneness with God. Uh, another way that God speaks is through a small voice inside our hearts. In 1 Kings 19, we see the prophet Elijah encounters God through a still small voice. And, and often we are moving so rapidly uh, and, and we live in a loud environment that it's hard for us to hear God because we seldom take time to pause. And so one, thing, one of the things that we encourage at Castle Hills is take time to pause. Take time to, to listen to God. Uh, another way that God often speaks is through other believers. Uh, God may use a friend, a teacher, a parent, a preacher uh, to convey a message of truth to us. It might be a warning. It might be a blessing. It might be some kind of truth that we need to hear. Proverbs 19, 20 says, Get all the advice and instruction you can so that you will be wise the rest of your life. Another one of the most powerful ways that God has spoken in my life is through music or through songs. Uh, sometimes I come here and it's just there's a song that's being played that, that God just speaks right into my spirit. And it either encourages me or convicts me or leads me in a certain direction. Another way that God uh, speaks is through dreams and visions. We see this on several occasions in the Bible. But that being said, let me warn you against, uh, or have a little warning uh, to realize that lots of things besides God can impact our, our dreams and our visions. Medicine, anxiety, stress, there's lots of things that can impact our dreams uh, when we have them. So I have people that will say, hey, I had this dream. Is this God or not? And, and again, we'll talk about whether we know it's God's voice or not. But one of the biggest warnings I have is when it comes to dreams and visions, just be careful. There's a lot of things that can impact us, whether we're lacking sleep or we've had too much sleep or whether we're depressed or we have anxiety or stress. There's a lot of things that can impact our, our dreams. Another way that God speaks through us is through a sense of peace. Sometimes we're looking at making a decision and God just gives us this clear sense of peace that we know that's the direction that we should be going and where he speaks through us in a, in a way that is so peaceful.
Uh, another way that God has, uh, that speaks, he speaks through us is through past experience. Psalm 77, 11 says, I remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. And we can look back and we can think about how God's worked time and time again. And, and no matter what's going on, even in the midst of COVID and all the stresses that go through it, we know that God is faithful, that he will help us get through uh, this difficult season. God sometimes speaks through us through circumstances. We've had something major happen in our life and we realize we need to make some big changes in our life. Sometimes God speaks through open and closed doors. We think that God's leading a certain way and that door gets closed, or sometimes the door gets open that we didn't even expect. Sometimes God speaks through miraculous ways, like he did in Daniel chapter 5, and, and there's ways that sometimes we just can't explain. As I think about God speaking into our lives, I, I, I have to ask, how do I know that message is from God? How do I know it's just not like bad pizza that I had and I, and, 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 or, or Satan's trying to influence my life or it's some kind of selfish thought? How do I know that it's truly from God? Well, I want to leave you with three questions to kind of think about that I use as a filter. First of all is, is what I'm hearing, is it consistent with his word and his character? Is it consistent with his word and character? Now, when I say, it's, is it consistent with God's word? We can take God's word and we can manipulate it. We can try to make it say anything at once. But I'm talking, is it really in context? Is it what the author is really intending for it to mean? And so not just taking a verse and saying, oh, I'm going to make this say what I want it to say. But what does it really say? Is what God's speaking to your life, is it consistent in the Bible? Is it consistent with his character? The more you get to know God, the more that you know his character, and the voice of God is always going to be consistent with his word and his character. Secondly, is what I'm hearing confirmed through trusted, godly friends and mentors. When I'm struggling with trying to, to know that this is the voice of God, I will turn to certain people and I say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Is this the voice of God or, or am I missing anything? And I have some trusted advisors in my life that confirm this or help me think through this. It's like, no, that's not. That's really selfish. You need to be aware of that. And so I tend to turn to some trusted godly friends that help me interpret to make sure that it is God's word or from God. Lastly, is what I'm hearing beyond me? Normally, if it's from me, it's normally safe. But God often challenges us to do something beyond our normal strength or ability. He often tells us to do something that maybe that we don't even want to do. I like to say he throws us at the deep end of the pool. Uh, I like to say that, that he, he's going to, he wants to work in our life in a way that, just, that he can only work. And sometimes when God is speaking, he makes us aware of a blind spot. He makes us, uh, he reveals sin to us. Uh, he reveals an attitude problem. Sometimes he tells us things that we really don't want to hear. And so one of the ways that, that I always know that it's the voice of God is a lot of times it's something that challenges me or I really don't want to hear. L let me leave you with a question. What message is God giving you right now? What message is he trying to communicate to you right now? Now, he may be trying to communicate it through a song that we sang this morning. He may communicate it through a trusted friend. It may be through Daniel chapter 5 or some other passage in the Bible. But here's the hard part. Are you listening? And then what will you do once you hear this message? Will you accept it or reject it or ignore it? Will you accept it, reject it, or ignore it? I know God's communicating something to you. I don't know exactly what it is, but the question is, will we accept it, reject it, 
or ignore it. 